0: Welcome to our deepest secrets revealed podcast with Sarah Finlay have you ever had a question for the opposite sex in which you seek to be answered authentically on this podcast that is exactly what we do I discuss intimate topics with guests as they share their point of view about dating sex and relationships we are raw and authentic to reveal the essence of how the opposite sex feels about today's topic we are exploring. If you have a question, please feel free to write to us and ask. It just might inspire our next episode and get answered. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's dive in deep to today's topic. Welcome to our Deepest Secrets Revealed podcast. I'm Sarah Finlay and thank you so much for listening. In today's episode, we'll be discussing open relationships, and I have invited Tony to share with us his personal experience in an open relationship. He's been married for 17 years and open for nine years. He also has a preteen daughter and says his marriage is very healthy and happy. Welcome to the show. Thank you.
1: This is pretty
0: awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Oh, okay. I like it. Um, I have a lot of personal curiosities and I know that there's a lot of people out there that do as well. So we don't yeah. get the opportunity to talk to someone like you that is going to share with us your wisdom and experience.
1: That's <laughs> very cool. Wisdom and experience. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. No, you know, I actually get quite a few friends that'll call me and, you know, and, and ask me like, Hey, you know, my, my husband and I, or my wife and I were considering, being open, you know, what, how did you guys do it? Like what's going on? You know, you guys have such a great relationship. And the one thing I always start out with is I tell them, how is your relationship? Okay. Like are things great between you two right now? Or are you searching for something else? Yeah. Good Cause point. this is the thing is that you find that. And after, you know, having this for nine years, like you, you, you find that the insecurities and the jealousy and stuff, are actually what plays a part in the relationship.
0: Before it goes open. Yeah. So so the thing is, is that
1: if you're having jealousy that your wife is with somebody or they're checking someone out, then you need to check in with yourself and go, okay, why am I feeling this right now? Like, what is it about myself that I think that that person is going to be more attractive to my wife in some way? Yeah. You know, and so you get threatened and then you hold on tighter and you, you know, and you make these choices that aren't healthy. So yeah. anyway, I just kind of rambled <laughs> on
0: <laughs> that's about that. That's great. That's starting to answer some of my questions. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just uh, it's blow ahead in the interview great. there. <laughs> so I'm going to start from the start and yeah. we'll work our way in. Yeah, yeah. So when did you and your wife decide you wanted an open relationship? How did this conversation begin? I just want to hear mm-hmm. the beginning.
1: You know, it's funny because I, from a very, very early age, always thought that – I guess it started with the advice of my dad. He said, you know, look, marry your best friend. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Okay. And I was like, I'm not really into guys, so I guess I got to find a a girl (laughs) best friend, you know. So um, from there, I was kind of like, you know, I don't want my life experience to be an ownership. You know, Mm -hmm. I want – and it wasn't a a, – like – looking at myself and going, I don't want to be owned. It was, I don't want the person I'm with to feel like I've got this tight hold on them and they can't experience their life.
0: I believe that is a one attitude towards marriage, actually, to be yeah. honest, that people feel like, um, so I, I was engaged oh, I and yeah, yeah, yeah. nearly married, but mm-hmm. that fell through. And then it's, I, that's where i started questioning everything. And one of the big things I started to question was what's the point of marriage? and then I would ask everyone and yeah. hopefully I wasn't offending people, but I was just so curious as to no, like, what's your I, point? Yeah. What's your point? Yeah. And what was interesting was the responses. And a lot of them, they would say something, Oh, well they're mine. And I feel more committed. I'm like, but you, you don't own another yeah. human being. That's a very egoic answer yeah. actually, yeah. because you can't own anyone else. Right. So it's very <laughs> interesting no, no, yeah, it's that true. you say and, that. And, yeah. And, and you know,
1: I, look, when, when you partner up with somebody, you know, like my wife, she is my best friend and I, are we allowed to swear?
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, I fuck up, she fucks up. Like, you, yeah. you, you know, there are ups and downs all the time. And I think as long as you realize that, okay, well, we're in this, we're not only in this because we love each other, but we got to pay bills. Mm-hmm. We've got to own a house. We have to have careers. We have to raise a child. We have, these are all, this is all work, you know, yeah. and you have to be a team. And sometimes someone's got to take a back seat and yeah. be okay with it and check their ego. And then other times, you know, the other person's got to take a back seat and check their ego. Yeah. And what I found through, I, I, I mean, since I since I was a kid, I always thought that uh, a freedom was paramount, and, and like I said, that I yeah. didn't want to own anyone. And so my thought process behind that was like, okay, look we're, we're in this life together. We're going to grow old together. We're going to die together, but why do I want to impede your possible experiences? Mm -hmm. Whatever that is, you know, and sex is a huge part of life. And so I, I remember in the beginning of our relationship, I wanted it to be open and we were sitting down one day and she was like, I can't, like I can't Can I do
0: interrupt for a sec. Have yeah. you had open relationships prior, So That's what you'd want. Or this was like, no, ne- first?
1: never. Okay. Yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had had a girlfriend that, you know, w- kind of opened me up in the ways of, um, you know, Oh, maybe we could have a threesome. Maybe we could have foursome. You know, I was like, okay. Oh, okay. That seems interesting. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It never really came to fruition, but her kind of like freedom and spirit sort of opened me up. Okay. To, like, like took my ideals as a, as a teenager and like turned them into sort of a reality as an adult. Like, oh, this is a, this is a thing. Okay. okay. Now, then when I met my wife, I, I was like, you know, I don't want to, I i in like, you know, early twenties. And I was like, I, I, I need to experience this life. You know, I need mm-hmm. to just go around and go on adventures and end up places with, some, some stranger, you know, like, yeah. and enjoy that aspect. And, and I want her to do the same thing, you know, and, but I, we definitely weren't on the same page then, you know? And I said, well, look, I want that, but I need you. And so, I, you know, fine, let's, you know, we'll close it off. And at that point I hadn't had sex with anybody and she hadn't had sex with anybody. We maybe made out with a couple of people, okay. but, but, you know, it was just really like bothering her. So. Flash forward and we have our kid. There were some life-changing events in my wife's life that changed her perspective on the rules of society. Okay. You know? And um, I'll let her get into that. And and I was actually just getting this is the time that I was just getting into cannabis. Okay. And uh and the medical marijuana stuff. And she had a like an old ex-boyfriend over. Uh, who was in law enforcement and she wanted to ask him a bunch of questions about it and everything. And he came over and I look at him, I look at her and she was really into like detective novels at the time. And I see her kind of going like, you know, checking him out. And I see him kind of looking at her like, man, God, I wish, I wish we could have had that moment when we were younger. <laughs> like, oh, and it was so blaringly obvious to me. Right. And so I just went, Hey, do you have handcuffs? And he goes, yeah. And I go, well, cover She loves that shit. And I never, we never done anything like that, you know? And so, um, so he goes, Oh, and she was just like, Oh, and I could see her getting all excited, you know? And it was so funny. And he, he pulled off and he goes, Boop, and he lights up his siren real quick. And she, she goes, oh, did you hear that? Oh my God. Did you hear that? I was like, Oh my God, look at you. You know? And so we get ready to go to bed. We go to bed that night and I just loved like, stewing in the moment you know and i'm just silently laying there we're in the dark i just pause for a moment and say i'm still cool with it and she goes what is it the open thing and she said what do you mean i go what do you think i'm blind like i mean the you know yeah the chemistry between you two is insane like you guys totally wanted to fuck each other like it's you know And I was like, "You're the one who got away," and he's a cop, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, she's like, "Oh, really?" And I said, "Listen, go have a night with him. Come back. Tell me if you love me any less. I dare you." And she's like, "Oh, oh, okay, okay. I guess, I I guess I will." So I remember it's like you know and. We'll get into more of the beginning stages of things, mm-hmm. but, uh, to shorten up that story is, uh, she, you know, goes over there, has like a bottle of wine. It's all kind of procedural. Like she has a <laughs> conversation, like a lunch and a conversation with him before. And then, and then they meet up she comes with wine. She's like, I don't know if I should bring something or what, you know, <laughs> they go, they have a great time together. And, uh, she comes home and, uh, I'm hanging out downstairs with some friends and she peeks and she goes, I need to see you upstairs. And so we walk up there, she goes, oh, my God, I fucking love you more than I've ever loved you ever. Like, that was amazing. Thank you like for giving me that freedom. And then we had mind-blowing sex.
0: (laughs) And how was that for you knowing that she was away with him Um, at that first time and what was going on?
1: I think that the excitement for me is I like knowing that I'm giving my best friend the best life experience possible. Yeah, that's like, beautiful. It, it, you know, I mean, it, it's interesting because everyone, you know, if you break it down, everyone has something different to offer us in life. Mm-hmm. You know, and every friend, it's it's not like you, like for example, uh, with friends, you know, you don't just have one friend; you have yeah. multiple friends. You go to this friend. When you want good drugs, you go to this friend, <laughs> you know, you go to this friend for a uh, shoulder to cry on. You go to, you know, the, yeah.
0: Each I've got friends that we love surfing and then other friends. We like to go to events together. Right. And right. Yeah. And it
1: would be, uh, you know, and those people are like, I wouldn't be caught dead in the water surfing. There are sharks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, each person provides you. Something unique, yeah, yeah. Have maybe
0: shared interest or shared things that you like to do together, yeah. and and so to sit yeah. there and think that
1: I'm the only one that can provide my wife with you know this new and interesting pleasure, you know, because what's what I mean? What's fun about the beginning of something, right? It's mm-hmm. that the anticipation, the first kiss. Like, is it? Are we interested in each other? What's that? You know, and, and, and like, you feel your pulse picking up and you're, you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, I think, I think she might, she might like me. Oh, uh, oh, she does. Oh, okay, cool. And so, you know, you, y- you get to have those sort of experiences that you don't, you know, uh, that, that you've been through, you know, yeah. and, and because when you know somebody, you know, when you, when you have a best friend you have all those first experience and I'm not saying that my wife doesn't excite me. Like she really excites me and, and, you know, still kissing her is electric. And, and, uh, you know, each year just, we get sappier and sappier, you know, but I also think that that comes from a point where we get to say, because of our relationship, I choose you. Mm -hmm. Like you're the one that I want to do this with, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're the one I want to be with. And sort of the, Excitement and fire comes out of that, you know?
0: Yeah. It's
1: beautiful. But there's something fun about the, the, the game and the chase and the, or being chased, you know? And, and, you know, it's like, why get rid of that excitement? We're biological beings, you know, it's like we're built with these pleasure centers that, you know, we can share with each other. And, um, what cooler experience than to be totally vulnerable and naked with someone and like, just, go crazy and play like that's why we we call it like play you know we say play
0: yeah because it is that's the like, word yeah it's, yeah, yeah. And, and
1: uh i think that is such a a great word for it because yeah. you know for me whenever you know Starlight goes off you know for me it's like oh okay she's hanging out with a friend tonight like it would be the equivalent of her going to a movie with a friend
0: right that's how you perceive it yeah because feel. it's yeah. It, it's it's i'm
1: going out with person X and we're doing activity X, yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, I think as long as everybody's respectful and safe and, you know, uh, we're very communicative. Uh, we met doing a show about HIV and AIDS awareness and okay. we went to different high schools and, and taught kids about sex ed. And we're like, okay, well, if we know how to be safe and we know how to talk to other people about being safe and And we're like, have you had an STD test? Have you, you know, what have you done? Okay. Well, maybe go get that first and then we can take this further or whatever, you know? And so you, you just have to be willing to be open to all of it and talk, just talk, talk to each other, you know, and don't, don't judge. You know, it's all thoughts we have in our head. Yeah. And, and, uh, if you can't share it with your best friend, then who do you share it with? Yeah. Like the person that you're, Because people will come and go, Mm but the person you're with that you're coupled with, you decide that we're going to have an offspring and go through this life together. If you can't have those conversations and feel safe, then what's the point?
0: This is an interesting topic because I caught up with um, a married couple, a couple of nights ago, and I've recorded a couple of episodes with him as well that we've spoken about various things, but we've talked about the reason why affairs happen so much. And mm. he went to this um, event where there was 30 males and it was really getting in touch with their wild side, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. But at the start of it, he said every man there, which was about 30, admitted that either, they've either cheated on a partner or had an affair. Mm. And him and his wife's conclusion of one of the main reasons it happens is because there's not a safe space to even – not necessarily action things, but just talk about things or even just go, Oh yeah, I find that person attractive, but not even necessarily right. act on it and, and not get attacked for sharing how they feel about yeah. something. So they were like, you have to create a safe space to be able to talk where there's no judgment, not being yelled out, no toxic. So it's interesting that that's.
1: Yeah. And, and I think it all comes down to yourself. Mm-hmm if you can sit there and listen to your partner as an individual, Mm -hmm. as just a person, I'm a person with needs and experiences before I met you. And I'm going to have experiences after you and with you. And if you just look at them as an individual and you can accept what they're saying is not a personal attack. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I I feel like, you know, and I, I, this kind of brings me to the be- the beginning of all of it. You know, wasn't perfect. You know, it's yeah. like you, you you have growing pains, like anything, right? And you have ego, and you have you know, like, well, you guys are texting a lot, you know, and, yeah. and you know, kind of like, and then you read the text, you're like, do you mean this? Like, no, I just we're like playing the game, we're hitting on each other, you know. It's like yeah. you, you know, it's just it's like part of the fun, you know. And yeah. and and you start to it's so funny because we had this laundry list of rules in the beginning. And then now it's just like, Hey, just, I just want to know you're safe. Like send me a pin wherever you go. Like, yeah. you know, tell me who you're and tell me who you're going to be, with, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to know where you're at and who you're with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I guess I do that because I I feel like, um, you know, on the sort of male side, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, there can be a I mean, my, wife isn't into like aggressive males. Uh, she really likes dudes. Like she definitely has a type. It's so funny because every every guy that she's like with that I've met I'm like, I like this guy. He's so cool. You know, and I was like I'm like, we can hang out and have drinks. You know, she's like, I have a type, you know. And, um, yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know what my point of that was. I think to I, be I safe, it. particularly if
0: yeah, she's yeah. female. And so, and so yeah,
1: because I, you know, it's like if she's in a like a different place where I uh, like a different state or something like that. You know, it's, I don't know who this yeah. person is or where, you know, and, and there are people that there are partners that she's had that I do know. Mm. And like I said, I get along with great. And there's some that I've never met and also trusting each other, trusting each other judgment.
0: So how does this work? Is this like each week you guys maybe are with someone else or just sort of happens in the spur of the moment or like, how does it actually work?
1: It's kind of interesting. I I, I feel like we sort of, I don't know if uh, if Scarlett will agree with me on this, (laughs) but uh, I I feel like we sort of border on open slash polygamy, Okay, but not polygamy, what was it? Polyamorous? Okay, Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Well, there's actually different levels from my research. Because oh, okay, I haven't experienced it. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. this was going to be my next question, but I, this probably merge together. So the various levels is threesome to begin with, which is pretty soft and whatnot. So it would be interesting anyone that has, is interested in threesomes or done them but don't think they're open to an open relationship. You've actually sort of tapped into it already uh-huh, without even yeah, knowing. Yeah. Then there's the swinger parties, which are obviously more the sex and there's different things yeah, where you're yeah. having sex in front of each other or what's going on and then there's the open relationships and that can be maybe like you work sometimes like different states or different mm-hmm. countries and you can hook up with someone when you're a pub maybe not in the same city or maybe a different oh, city okay, yeah. um but that's more driven by sex mm. and then there's the polys which is more about love so sometimes it could be like a three person relationship or a four person right. so there's this love so there's there's different levels and depending on your values sort of depends on what where level you, fall you on
1: play? That spectrum. Yeah, it's uh, well. That's interesting. I mean, after the description, I I don't think that's who we are. But what I do know is that all these people have either become or are our friends. Okay, you know? and um it's cool in that way to me. Like I I love when I I don't know. Part of me gets really excited when I see that she's excited about someone else.
0: Like mm-hmm. I'm going
1: to go see someone. someone. I'm like, oh, okay, go have a good time, you know, and, and I know that that person respects her and treats her safe and she can have a good time and go, you know, maybe, I don't know, play a different role, you know, and, and like not feel like a wife and a mother in that moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and Mm -hmm. she can just go be a wild Scarlet. She can can just go be wild Scarlet. (laughs) I'm horrible at
0: that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, 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 So I don't know where we're so, at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to find out for you guys, mm-hmm. for your different rules or boundaries, or how it works that you've found the happy medium. Like how does it work? Like is it just whenever you meet someone, are you on dating apps where you're looking for someone? Or is it just when you're in separate cities? Is it like Oh is no, there a it's bit of- um
1: it, it's very organic. Uh, I would say like, you know, we, we don't go on any kind of apps or anything like that. It's, um, we're very open about who we are, just not with our immediate family. Okay. <laughs> um, just cause I don't know. We don't want to It's still
0: considered a bit taboo, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Still, yeah. And,
1: um, I mean, especially on my wife's side of the family, you know, very Christian. Okay. You know, yeah. And notice religion plays a lot in people's decisions or guilt. Yes. Around it, you know,
0: and um that feels to me that that in itself highlights how much she's healed herself and agreed, and, and is in a position of self love and herself because yeah. she's been able to let go of that and really accept who she is and not be confined by religion and the way she was brought up. Actually, yeah, which is amazing.
1: That's uh, I like the way you put that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's
1: absolutely true, and. That's uh, that's what I find is the main roadblock for people. You mm-hmm. know, they're like, "Well, oh, how do you, how do you do that?" I mean, don't you get jealous? Well, don't you? And I'm like, "Well, and you know," and I'll sit there. I love, I love when when people are like, "Oh, oh," you know, they're, they're like, "Oh, this is <laughs> triggering <Yeah>. right now." <laughs> I'll tell you, I would say ninety five percent of the time, but even with the most conservative people, by the end, they're looking at me like. Okay. I guess I could see that. I, I've, I've wow. heard, I guess I could see that like m- most of the time. Cause when you turn it, when you hold the mirror up to people and, mm. and you actually give them a chance to like go inside and then they realize, Oh, all this shit that I'm worried about is in here. Like this is all mm. built up from growing up, uh, you know, around the people I've been or my parents or, you know, because look, like, I, you know, I, I, not to get into uh, politics and religion, mm. societal ways, but we made it all up. Like, mm. I and I, you know, I'm not doubting people's religious beliefs or anything. I mean, I have my own beliefs, but...
0: We made up the rules.
1: Yeah, we made up the you rules. Were, yeah. so, you know, I mean, laws are made up over years of different people mm. writing laws. And then, you know, like, cannabis, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, oh, 21 plus, come on in. Mm. And it's like, my parents' generation, oh, what?
0: Yeah, you we know. can just change our mind on the rules. So who's not to say that our rules on marriage and the way that relationships aren't isn't going to be in a ship. Oh, we sort of got it wrong. Yeah. Change our mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oops. And, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it was like,
1: I mean, you know, not uh, history shows that marriage was about property.
0: Was and we about, lived for like, much younger. Women
1: were chattel. You yeah. Know? It was like, okay, well. Uh, you know, here's the dowry, here's my daughter and, and now the families will get along and, you know, Mm. we'll have children and we have more land now, you know, Mm. it's like, Oh, great. Nice to meet you. I guess we're going to do this, you know, you know, shit has changed. (laughs) And I think that it messes with people the way, the way that the internet definitely has changed our perspective on life. I think we're in a very confused state of mind. Where relationships are more temporary because we're all living longer and we're all wanting to not rob ourselves of an experience. And I mean, what's the thing when someone sits there and goes, Oh, you can't, you can't do that.
0: No, Uh... don't, don't,
1: don't look in that box. Don't touch that. Mm. And you're just like, all I want to do is look in that box. (laughs) You know, you know, and so you know, when you actually choose each other and you're like, no, go ahead, honey, look in the box. Like what you're, you're allowing me to just be me and do what I want to do. Oh my God. Like, why would Mm. you leave that? Why would you go anywhere else? Especially if someone is giving you a space to just be yourself and talk. And, you know, I mean, especially when, when, you know, if you look just simply at the sex part, they, you know, my wife and I make love and we have an amazing time. Sometimes we, Fuck each other's brains out, you know, but then I'll go and have like a totally different sexual experience with someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a whole different side, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's kind of interesting. I found in my experience that there's a lot of women out there that a recent, a recent partner of mine, I I thought put it interesting. She said, I want you to be able to beat me up, but I don't want you to beat me up. And I was like, what? And she said, I want you to be strong. And, like, mm. hold me down. And, you know, mm. or whatever. and I was like, oh, oh, okay, cool. I can do that, you know. Yeah. And um, I find that that is out there more often than I thought it would be. I was yeah. like, oh, uh, okay, okay. You know, because yeah. like, I would say with my wife, like, we're definitely more sensual. She likes things more sensual. And, you know, and so, yeah. uh, you know, going out there and then you find, like, these different You know, like I I met one girl was a total dominatrix, you know, I'd never done that before. And so, you know, I was like, all right, I'll I'll try it, you know. And, um, that was interesting because it took all of the guesswork out of it. It was like, (laughs) well, in a way of like, okay, because as a um, open minded male, I try to be aware of, okay, I don't want to, I don't think anyone gets this vibe from me, but I don't want to do anything that's going to scare you. And so when somebody's sitting there going, oh, do this. Okay. Call me mistress. Okay. I'm like, oh, you're now telling me like, this is exactly what I want. So by telling me what to do, you're telling me exactly what you want. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's kind of refreshing. And I was like, oh, I see why like high powered CEOs and stuff are just like, tell me what to do. You know like, I don't wanna I don't wanna think. I don't wanna like <laughs> guess right, you know, you you always hear hear about that kind of stuff, you're like, Oh, okay, I get it. You know, and I think because of the way I am, maybe it brings out in women this sort of like, Oh, I'm safe with you, so I wanna test the limits. Yeah. And so I feel like like, they made that, at least that's my wife's theory too. Like, I think
0: yeah. so as well. I think sometimes, like, from my experience, I haven't felt comfortable enough to be able to express myself fully because the other person isn't comfortable enough to express themselves fully. Mm. So it projects on and then it creates this sort of awkward energy. Yeah. And then, and then from my point of view, like, I've suggested threesomes and things like that to yeah. my ex partner, and he's just like refused that straight away. And then from my point of view, and for people listening out there, then I start to go, oh, is there something wrong with me? Like, do, that comes up. Right, so it's really difficult to talk about these things and try to discover yourself and explore yeah. without being even judged by your partner right. possibly.
1: And see where does that judgment come from, right? Yeah. It comes from these rules that were yeah. made up before we were fucking born, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and what a shitty feeling, you know, that you can't – I think that's another thing, I, you know, because – I know like the difference with uh, men and women, There there's definitely a difference sexually. Like it's, it's really been kind of a fascinating study at the same time. For I me. Can I
0: match it? Cause I love,
1: <laughs> I love human experience. I love just like, I mean, I've put myself in scary situations just to know what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Just to know what it's like, but, oh, that's what this world is like. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> And, and I, you know, I don't know if that's the actor in me, like, you know, just, uh, you know, oh, I need to explore the human experience. Uh-huh. But, um, I noticed that. And I think I've actually, wow, this, I'm having this thought right now. I uh-huh, noticed that maybe I've adapted more of a female perspective on sex. So, you know, there, there's that typical, like, oh, geez, she's fucking hot. Like, what? Uh, oh, yeah, that, you know. And all, yeah. You know, I, I mean, yeah. Of course, I have those thoughts, you know. But yeah. I, I'm just damn, oh man, really. And if I go up to that girl and they're dumb as a box of hair, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I gotta go. Like I can't. Yeah. Mm, I'm so turned off, you know. Yeah. And I find that women are very. It definitely starts mentally. I mean, mm-hmm. I think this is just my.
0: It, that's from perspective. conversations I've been having since starting this podcast. It yeah. definitely seems to be that way because uh, yeah. one of the questions that I have in another episode is why isn't sexual compatibility part of the checklist when dating I feel like it's saved like things are saved until you're in a relationship so things are saved at <laughs> a special moment I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. why aren't we just making sure we're sexually compatible and people like that's not I'm not saying it's all I'm just like add it to the add checklist. it to the checklist just add it like yeah. if one's got a really high sex drive and the other one doesn't you're sort of bound for problems in the future or right. someone's really open and the other one's really not and it doesn't look like I mean things can change, but yeah. for me in my relationship, looking back as hindsight's a bit of th- thing. Yeah. And what I said before is we weren't really sexually compatible. So, yeah, that's but I didn't huge. really know and I was in my twenties. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, we're and th- children. Things, yeah. <laughs> and people <laughs> often will say things get better with time and having first hand experience with that, I'd say no, because I never got to express myself fully. And I feel like I'm now just learning myself and now really trying to do that and meet someone that I can feel safe to right. explore and even be like, oh, I tried that. Nah, not into that. Or yeah, right. I am. Or, yeah. Yeah. And it's like,
1: oh, baby, you're not into that? Okay, cool. Well, yeah. then don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so
0: like, it is mental, but it, I feel like it should be. I, I yeah. know there's definitely, I, yeah. I know there's
1: definitely a physical thing, you know, yeah. and, you know, uh, like, you know, sometimes I could see, I'll look over and, you know, see a woman going, oh, I, I want to fuck his brains out.
0: Like you can see it in the eyes, <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: And then you're just like, how's it going? You know <laughs> the, the little nod, you know, the little, and I think that's, why lose that? Why lose uh, what? What is that expression? Uh, we're f- spiritual beings that having a human experience. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, you know, if you th- think about it, like this body is an avatar. You mm-hmm. know, and and I'm just, you know, whatever's inside mm-hmm. me is just controlling this little avatar. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, what's over here? What's mm-hmm. over here? Oh my god, I'm on this planet for a moment. Mm-hmm. Like, let's check it out. Let's explore.
0: And something else to add through my research is. Many, 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 many years ago, sort of pre-religion and the rules is sexuality and spirituality were actually one. And to mm-hmm. be very sexually in touch with that and that goddess energy or God energy and whatever is what brought you closer to your spirituality. And it was religion that separated the two and said, Oh, no, sexuality and sex, that's dirty. That's not, oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. the rules came and that's where the shame came in and everything. And that's, that's where it messed up really. And, but, yeah. but, was originally supposed to be one. So if you think about the fact, like sexuality and spirituality yeah. were together, and the sexuality brought you closer in the spirituality, it's yeah. interesting how far we've come away like, from that. Away from that, you yeah. know, I,
1: you might have to fact check this, but I, 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 I read years ago that the priesthood or the reason celibacy came up was because back in the day, the, the religious leaders were basically like the superstars, you yeah. know? And so they were having sex with everyone. Right. And so they're having all these kids <laughs> kind of popping it out you know, everywhere. <laughs> and, and so the church was like, guys, like. So it
0: was a control know. thing it again. It a control
1: thing. And, and I, you know, I think that's what a lot of the rules are. And listen, I don't think I'm, I'm not like libertarian and I think we should just be able to do whatever we want.
0: We're still, we're still dumb people. Okay. And so,
1: you know, and, and there's a lot of dumb people out there. And so sometimes you got to be like, Oh no, it's not cool to do that. You know, (laughs) like don't, yeah, still not okay to, to act upon that urge. You know, so, um, but yeah, I think as long as you're putting, you know, good things out and you're not hurting anybody.
0: I think that's what it comes down to. Not hurting anyone, not hurting the planet. Yeah. Um, and being respectful from that point of view. Yeah. What's so hard about that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it either. (laughs) Um, so do I get to ask you questions? You're allowed to ask me questions. Okay. So
1: what are you, are you in a relationship right now? No, I'm
0: not. Okay. No. Just dating. Just dating. Um, haven't had a, I had a very short relationship. After the long right. relationship.
1: Um, the rebound.
0: Relationship. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I haven't actually had a relationship since. I feel like I'm ready. I wanted to make sure that I had, you know, worked on all my stuff so it doesn't come in. And then. You mean love yourself. Love myself. Isn't discover fucking myself. Hard to do? It's hard to like. I've reached it now. Good. I can happily good. say that I do without an good. arrogance. And then I'm discovering myself and and whatnot and very curious about all this sort of stuff that we're talking because yeah. I've never really felt like I had the opportunity to, to explore this and Los Angeles is a great place to be because it feels, <laughs> it's so open-minded, like yeah. Australia feels very conservative in mm. thinking, you know, business as well as mm-hmm. just life in general and I don't feel like I can have these conversations that I'm able to have with you right now with many people in Australia. Interesting so coming to LA there's so many conversations I get to have that it's just the norm and you're not a weirdo for expressing these things and you can start to express this side and discover and I think it's really beautiful so I I think LA is amazing it is It is amazing I
1: you know uh I wish I could like be a little more in the country because I love you know trees yeah fresh air but um which is getting better since I moved down here but um yeah. You know, that's one great thing about this environment is it's a melting pot. You know? Yeah. I <laughs> remember I was joking with my wife. I said, I think I'm going to travel the world one vagina at a time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've said that. Taste the different countries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, and it's, it's interesting to, you know, from like a, a human explorative aspect to um, sleep with people from different places because you're like, Oh, well, okay. Wow. You're into this. Okay. You know, and each, mm. like each person, you know, brings something different. And it's funny. Cause I think, you know, to bring this back to the, when we first were open, that was a point of contention. Okay. Like, well, what did, what did he do or what did she do? That was so great. And then we were like, yeah. Oh, wait a minute, show me what he did yeah but did you enjoy that okay show it to me sex is a is a learned experience you don't yeah. you, you know if you need to drive a car you have to get your permit first and drive yes. you know and learn to drive mm. it's not like we're born and then we go oh this is how i pleasure a woman you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or man whatever you into about. yeah uh, no judgment um obviously no judgment <laughs> definitely um, not here but um yeah so going and and um And what's funny is sometimes you can be different with another person, right? Because it's a whole new playing field, right? Like you walk in and you're like, well, what are you into? Well, what are you into? Well, I've always wanted to try this. Oh, okay.
0: Well, I like the saying, and this applies to business and life, is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. So it's a beautiful way to discover and learn something that you don't know and you can't really... Obviously, with sex, you can do things by yourself, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you can't really do it by yourself. If you don't know yeah. something, you do sexually need someone to show you. And you're like, yeah, that was Like, oh, I never cool. thought of yeah. that angle or yeah.
1: that, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever's
0: going so on. So I want to
1: thank the other men out there for some of the you lessons you've bestowed upon <laughs> oh, my wife. I've enjoyed the minutes. Uh,
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, um, how to spice up in sex life. <laughs> yeah. Send her out to get an education yeah, 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 and come back. Yeah, come back to me, <laughs> teach me, things.
1: Yeah, what do you like? Um You know, yeah, and there's something immensely pleasurable about giving pleasure and discovering new ways yeah. to give someone pleasure. And even with – so it's interesting, Scarlett and I, you know, with it, it exploring with different people and keeping uh, – these people have all – stayed our friends whether we knew them before Dude, then
0: that's fascinating or
1: after you know like there's um uh there's a friend that i used to see in san diego you mm-hmm. know and uh i remember my wife would go oh my god go for a san diego vacation you need a break you know so it's <laughs> like just go down there like go have fun and you know and like take take a night you know whatever and so i drive down there go to the beach you know the day and then you know hang out with my friend and play and everything and and just come back you know just oh okay well, that was refreshing and we formed a friendship
0: it sounds like a that. another like a couple's version of friends with benefits yeah I yeah I get yeah, yeah. that would be.
1: and you know it's so funny because we've tried several times to sort of put a title to that aspect of it mm. I don't think you know it's funny because we'll joke with each other and I'll be like how's your boyfriend you know, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, my wife has a boyfriend. That's awesome. You know? <laughs> and like, you know, or I'm like, How are you boys? You know, and, uh, we'll mess with each other like that. But, uh, my point of that, uh, the San Diego was that she's still a friend of mine and she's mm-hmm. in a great relationship now and like has, you know, has this amazing family. And I'm like, How are you? Like, what's up? What's new? Yeah. We, you know, we'll check in with each other and, you know, and, and I love it. Like, I love seeing that. You know, when mm. whenever I'm with these people, I love seeing them fall in love with somebody. And then they have a totally different perspective after being with someone like me. Yeah. You know, like, oh, wait a minute, what? Yeah. You two have been together for 17
0: years. Oh. So talk me oh, through yeah. that because I've yeah. accidentally hooked up with a guy that was in a relic open marriage, but I didn't realize till like the next oh. day he told me. Oh, oh well, He thought man. I knew. He thought a friend told me and I didn't know. Oh. And what was it? <laughs> I have. That's actually happened to me. A of times. I'm
1: like, oh, you didn't. You didn't know. I didn't tell you that. I tell everybody that. (laughs) Yeah, and for
0: me, then I automatically felt guilty because then I thought of the other woman, and it was like my first experience. And I didn't know, but then the other part of me is like, "Well, you didn't know." Like it's yeah, yeah. And if it is open, and that's when I just started the little seed started
1: to. Well, and how about your prior experience to that? To being was being cheated on.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So to all of a sudden wake up with this guy. And then he's like, Oh, by the way, I'm in an open relationship.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, what? So automatically, I was like, I'm not getting his number. I'm not dropping numbers. Like, this is done. I'm not crossing the line as soon as, as soon as I realized that was the situation. Yeah. It was basically like, see you later because that. But it's interesting that you, uh, friends with benefits basically. So there's, all, I suppose the beauty out of this, there's all different levels and rules and it just depends on you as They're, individuals and what's yeah.
1: comfortable. And it depends on the other person's individual as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had girls go, but, well, we, what, what, uh, Oh, so I remember this one experience I was working, like I was a, uh, kind of a bouncer at okay. this place. And, uh, it was in between when I was in between jobs, you know, and, this girl comes up right away, just starts hitting on him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, she's really trapped. So I text my wife and I'm like, hey, this is happening right now. You know, do you mind if I go out afterwards? She's like, oh, great. Have a good time. Be safe. You know? So this girl's this flirting woman. She comes out. She like makes out with me out front, you know, brings me a drink. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I wasn't drinking at work. Um, no. <laughs> Are
0: you wearing yeah. a wedding ring? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I had my so, ring on the okay, whole time. Yeah.
1: Right. right. And so she was like, "Hey, I'm going to meet some friends after you, you want to come." And I go, "Yeah, is that like, is there a boyfriend I should be worried about or whatever?" You know. And she said, "No," but and then she looked down at my hand, and I could see her go, "Should I be worried?" And I was like, "No, I, I'm in an open relationship, and it's totally fine." And she looked at me, and went, "Ew, ew, ew, gross! No, 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 no!" And I felt like the dirtiest yeah. individual, like because I'd never wanted to be the grody guy, yeah, but in her eyes. I was the grody guy, you know, yeah. and I was just like, Oh God. Yeah. And it just like got me to the core. And, and that was an interesting experience because I thought, okay, well, you know, obviously this isn't for everyone, no. you know, and, and she was just being reactionary in the moment. I'm sure I had a few drinks, you know, mm. so it was but much censorship. Well,
0: probably what's running through the other person, let's particularly put it, because we're talking about the male perspective, the female, she might yeah. be like, Oh, well, you just want to fuck me and that's it and just right. going to use me like obviously nothing can develop and like right. what's the point waste of time right, right. this could only be a one-night stand and that's mm-hmm. probably what's running through it, it, her it's head. all
1: preconceived
0: yes stuff right
1: like oh you you know i'm just gonna be the other woman or whatever. you know and, and that's always one thing my mom did not have a love for men <laughs> She okay. see a lot men men were very you know shitty and you know, and, and and don't get me wrong. My mom was an amazing woman, and she taught me like I'm so much of who I am today is because of yeah. her. But it was interesting because for the longest time, because of what I would hear her say, I always ended up in the friend zone or being the oh, brother like
0: yeah. guy,
1: you know. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like I'm being so respectful, you know. And they're like, yeah, but I need to see a little like man in there, you know, yeah. like a little grit like that. You know, you want to take, you know, and yeah. like you know, and um. And I I just, I was like, no, that's that's so disrespectful. Like you can't Mm. even think about a woman that way, you know? Mm. And 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 so it's interesting when you sort of navigate sexuality and you figure out like, oh no, there's a certain time that somebody wants you to just lose control and grab them and kiss them, Mm. you know, and, and have them be so irresistible that you just have to kiss them. Mm. And there's something really flattering about that. Mm-hmm. If it's from the right person, of course. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and it could you know, be
0: creepy or it can yeah, yeah. like incredible.
1: <laughs> and, and hey, uh, creepy guys out there, you know, <laughs> don't, don't take that as license just to do what you want. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, and like, even, I remember all my first relationships were girls that were, I want to, like, I want to sleep with you. I want to, you know, and you're just like, oh, okay. You know, they had to a,
0: communicate that. To yeah. You. Like they yeah. had to
1: be, you know, so I kind of would wait and wait. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know,
1: and then I remember the f- first time that I changed it and it, and it made me realize that we're all kids on the
0: playground, mm.
1: right? You know, when the boy liked you and comes up, punches you in the shoulder. Oh, <laughs> Oh, he likes you, sweetie. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, like, this doesn't seem right, you know. And I remember this girl that I really liked. I was like, don't fuck this up. And she got her tongue pierced, and she was kind of talking like this. <laughs> the past me would have been like, "Oh, don't worry, it'll go down, and you'll feel fine, or whatever." <laughs> the me in that moment went, "Oh, is that? Are you okay?" And I started like <laughs> picking on her a little bit, you know. And she's like, "Oh, stop it!" You know. And I just went, yeah. "Oh, look at that!" Like this is the equivalent of me like punching her in the shoulder on the playground. Yeah. It's like, oh, he doesn't. He does he like me? Like I think yeah. That, you know, when people talk about, I don't want to play games, I, the game is part of the main ritual. It's mm. part of the fun. And I, I don't mean.
0: Well, I think there's emotional games where you're not yes. being honest. And then there's the flirting games. It, totally. Two different games. And I'm glad you clarified that. Yes,
1: Because yeah. it's true. Yes, there, there is. There's the, it's almost like a consideration like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to seem too desperate, but I want to, you know, but I want, I want to know I'm interested, you know, and you know, what is, what is she thinking? Like, oh, okay, I don't want to see like I mean, this guy's married and this is kind of weird. And it's like, but it's kind of exciting because it sort of breaks the rules and, yeah. and like that kind of, you know, puts me automatically in sort of that little bad boy place, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Oh yeah, I can be naughty with this guy, you know? And, and, and I feel like it opens people up to, Try something new, or to,
0: mm. you know, you're uh, stretching people and the way they perceive things, which is a beautiful thing for people, even though it's yeah. difficult to handle. For yeah, <laughs> no, and it is,
1: and and I get it. You're talking about again the most vulnerable situation you can be in,
0: vulnerable and total ingrained rules and values yeah. that we've just been told yeah. every which way. So it's breaking those as well, and yeah, that perception, yeah.
1: Like, what would my parents think right now? Yeah. I don't want to think about my parents right now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, it, yeah, there's so much pressure that's been put on people.
0: But even friends, cause I feel yeah. like I've really changed a lot since I've moved to LA and I went back home. Right. After 12 months and actually felt a little bit apprehensive about it. Because I was like, I've changed. Like, I I know I've changed. I've had all this growth and experience. And it's so liberal here. And I've learned things. I'm like, I can't have, I don't feel like I can have these conversations Mm -hmm. back home in Australia, which makes me feel like I can't be my authentic self. And then I had this struggle that, and it's not even just sexually things, just in general sort of. And then I was like. what is it
1: that stops you from those conversations?
0: Because the judgment, but then the other part of me was like, stuff it this is me, yeah. like I'm yeah. just going to, I spoke to a friend and she's like, own it, babe, it's you, just own it. And I started and I'd just drip feed the information yeah. of different yeah, things yeah. and I'm like, and what you need to understand is I know it's really out there but I'm saying it's very normal in LA, like mm-hmm. this is this is the norm but yeah. I could feel the difference and then going back, I love Australia and I love my friends and family but of it's course. just so different the yeah. way things are perceived and yeah. across all boards so it was quite interesting and that's where yeah you are a bit nervous about what are people going to think but then it's the that's battling with the self-love and going well this is me but this is me
1: and so yeah and I'm not if,
0: hurting anyone yeah so,
1: and if you love me and if yeah. you accept me for who I am and you give me the safe space to be me then cool we can be friends mm-hmm I think that was a really hard lesson for me to learn is that, oh, not everybody needs to like me, Yeah, you know, and I don't need to like everybody, you know, (laughs) and because it it comes down to that people want to be ultimately deep down loved and accepted Mm -hmm. and attract and attractive to someone Mm -hmm. else and Mm -hmm. sought after, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, and I also think another part of the reason I asked you is like, what goes on for you is because. You also have to teach, right? Mm. So when you go back and you're like hanging out with your friends, you're like, oh, fuck, okay, you have to have this
0: conversation. Yeah. I'll be talking to my coach. I'm like, do I really? She's like, yeah, you do. You <laughs> yeah, do. And yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. Yeah, like, yeah. And then also you have to look at the people that are open to hearing what you want to say you know mm. and and putting away their own preconceived ideas
0: and it's also recognizing when people are projecting on you and, and oh, they are yeah. just triggering and there's just something going on there and yeah. they're processing and that's part of it and not actually taking that personal because you've just you might have pushed a massive button in them oh, that yeah. they've been trying to bury like so it very so deep yeah and yeah and
1: yeah yeah you know, it's funny recently, uh, my wife had an experience where, well, actually I heard through a friend of another mutual friend of ours that, uh, apparently they were messaging each other and she was flirting with him. But like, it was so brief. I I read what they were writing and it was so like, just like flippant and in the moment. Yeah. But then he's like, but, but what about the kid? Like, I couldn't do that. I mean, what, what about the kid? Cause they know my kid. And, uh, and I'm sitting there going, it's not like my kid is going to be there, you know, yeah. it's like we're grown people. And guess what? There's a lot of stuff that adults do that kids are not involved with. So I'm like, why is that an issue? Like, you know, and so you, you look at that and you're like, where does that come from for you? Like- and
0: that's a great point. And that was a question that I had brought up to me was you've got a preteen almost mm-hmm. going to teen. Does she, is she aware that her parents are in an open relationship where well, she has no idea her parents are just married just like every other friend of hers married? Like what does she know?
1: Yeah. She, um, no, she doesn't. She, no. Uh, well, here's the thing. The, I, the reason I'm like stumbling yeah. on this question is because my daughter is very aware. Like we get away with nothing. Okay. Um, and at least she hasn't brought it up to us. And my daughter is one that will bring it up to us. You know, for example, we were hanging out with some friends over New Year's and having a great time. You know, we had all the kids there and my wife and I go back and, and we were just, all right, let's, you know, let's play, you know? And so we're just having amazing sex and we were sort of in this little like timeout, just kind of talking to each other and in walks my daughter. And this mm. has never happened before. And there were no locks on these doors, but it was 4 a.m. Wow. And here she comes in. And I was like, and my wife is facing me, right? So she yeah. can't see. Yeah. And I'm looking, and my daughter just, <laughs> I just, you're silhouette. And I was like, hey, kiddo, what are you doing? And she just did a 180, walked out close <laughs> to her. Here's the beautiful thing. I have to credit this to maybe the way we've raised her. She started picking on us. She started, she started like giving us a hard time. Yeah. She's like, Hey, keep it PG, you guys. <laughs> and like, and like the next morning, uh, my wife is talking to her and say, Hey, sweetie. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe we could forget about last night or whatever, you know? And, you know, we kind of do it, you yeah. know, sort of joke over there. And she goes, Oh, mom, I'm trying. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then I hadn't seen her. We were all cleaning up <laughs> and getting ready to leave. And I had seen her and then I, I found her friend's little bathing suit and I walk in and I go, hey, hey, here's you know, here's your bathing suit, and I feel my daughter just staring at me. And I'm like and I am like "All oh, right," I went, like, Hey kiddo, <laughs> it's like, Hey Dad. And I went, Awkward, goes, Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What oh, yeah. a spot Oh man, yeah.
1: And it's great. So that's the thing, is like she she learned about Santa Claus earlier, like caught us, you know. Yeah, okay.
0: It, we're just. Yeah. So, so what are you going to do when she works it out? Have, have you worked out a plan or not
1: yet? I or? mean, you know, we've always been, uh, that's the one thing is that, you know, we, we've always looked at our kid as a per, she's a person. Mm-hmm. And eventually she's going to go out and experience the world. Mm-hmm. And so, we're really open about the things that we talk about. And, and I mean, and what I mean in terms of her being young, you come up with a young version of what, yeah, you know, like sex is and what drugs are and what violence is and what cops do. And what, mm-hmm. you know, because there's you no, know, we're not, we don't have a roadmap. There's none mm-hmm. net of this stuff is, you don't come out and society's rules and laws are just in your head. Yeah. You know, you come out and you're literally domesticating an animal. Mm. You, you go poop here, you, you know, you uh, change your clothes here. You don't run out naked out there. You know, it's yeah. because kids, if you just let them grow up and do whatever they want to do, they'd be pooping and peeing on the floor. Yeah. They'd be running your buck. You know, yeah. it's like, you have to go, no, this is how we do yeah. it here. Yeah. You know, but we've always tried to give – we've never been like, oh, you'll understand when you're older or you did it." Mm-hmm. We always try to give a perspective to where she can still keep her innocence as a child, mm-hmm. but it also gives her a building block for later to where she can have that aha moment of like,
0: oh, that's what happens. I think it's incredible. Like my father in particular, I think the way that I'm inclined like this and sex isn't so taboo and it's a lot easier I'm a lot more comfortable in having these conversations mm-hmm. – is growing up around the dinner table and, and I asked my brother this just the other week and we couldn't remember specifics but somehow sex was talked about at the table as kids right oh, great. and I asked my brother I was like do you remember that he's like yeah and I'm like but what did we talk about he's like yeah I don't know actually like we can't actually remember the specifics about it but
1: would if you ever was, ask to, your dad today. I should
0: probably find, you might not even remember, but it became very normalized for mm-hmm. us. So it's, it's sexual. And I think that's helped me become a strong, secure woman that I am now. Yeah. And I'm comfortable with my sexualities because my dad was like that with me and was open. And I now, you know, I have hindsight. I can oh, I'm so see, glad to see proof. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can see it was a really great thing that my father mm did for me as a young girl, um, preparing me as a young woman in the world yep. is having those conversations. And in fact, it got to the point that I went to my, and I know upset my mum at the time, but I'd go to my father to talk to me about, I'm getting my period or what is uh, a period. And I actually talked to him about all the female things. Yeah. And I think it was because of that conversation. We didn't feel judged or anything. And he would just openly Simple. talk to us. So and any parents out there, like that's been my experience, but I think that's really mm. helped me as a woman be a really strong woman great. now today because he did do it like that right. back in the day. And I think it's been a great thing for my brother yeah. as well, but we can't remember the specifics. So we just <laughs> random conversations at the dinner party, at the dinner party at the dinner with the family, <laughs> the dinner party. <laughs> dinner party. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> it was like a dinner party conversation. Um, and we would have just been young teenagers at that age Very as cool. well. Yeah. So I don't know if my baby brother had that same experience because he's seven years younger than me, mm-hmm. but I know for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was really important and amazing.
1: That's so cool. And I think it's especially important right now because kids have access to so much information. Mm. I don't you know no, nobody's perfect nobody can watch their kids 24/7 No, all they can do is arm them to be ready for mm-hmm. what may come and you know i don't know what my daughter has seen on a friend's phone mm. i don't know what they've seen on a friend's ipad you know mm. I, you know i know what i can control in the house and you know what tv shows are watched or what you know or you know sitting there watching something that maybe another parent would be like this is inappropriate but going, oh, that's this, this, and this. And she goes, Oh, okay. Mm. Cause we're sponges, man. Mm. I mean, even now, like you mm. you and I obviously like exploring mm. human experience. Yeah. And I feel like I learn so much every time I'm with a different person. You I know, I find people
0: fascinating and fascinating yeah. to observe why they're reacting the way they are and what's coming up and what right. are their values and what's being triggered and yeah. How much healing have they done or are, are they on the journey or do they yeah. need to maybe join the club yeah, right. get on the journey or what's kind of it's very fascinating. Yeah. I don't attach to anything now and nor do I take things personally because I can see it's that person and what they're going through mm-hmm. as well and it's just it's yeah. fascinating.
1: And so is it why would you, you know, being in your mindset that you have now, it's a very innocent mindset, isn't it? Mm. It's exploratory, mm. and I feel like with a lot of you know, sort of the puritanical teachings that we uh, you know that um, that's America's core, which should be more of the Native American teachings, you know, of, of acceptance and you know, even uh, I know some of the beliefs around homosexuality are like that. You know, they there were certain nations that wanted their kids to be around. That because they felt that this person was a balance of man and woman. Yeah. And so there was like, there was this extra spiritual connection to who they Mm. were because they were in touch with both sides. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's something very beautiful about that. You know, why we hinder ourselves as a society so much by growing up, having this certain perspective that was made our little enclave, you know, Mm. So, you know, for example, you, you grow up in a a white racist neighborhood, Mm. you know, you most likely are going to come out with these preconceived ideas about other nationalities. Mm. And unless you're willing to go, you know what, let me just put that in a box and set it aside for a second and talk to someone that's not me and not Mm. from the background that I am, Mm. you know, and I love what you brought up earlier about the different sexual experiences, right? So Mm. like put it on the table. Like what are you into sexually? Because, you know, maybe because your, your dad was so open and willing to talk to you, you're not coming with all this preconceived bullshit that is holding you back from being, from experiencing something you want to do.
0: No, I've actually, I'm at the point of how can I be judgmental on something like open relationships? How can I have an opinion and judge something? that I have no experience in. Right. What's what's that judgment based on? Right. It's not on experience. It's not an so experience. how how yeah. can it be a real judgment? It's just bits and pieces I've picked up from whatever and and I call that an opinion. And I'm an opinion based on nothing I've experienced. Right. So it's not fair to put the judgment on and then maybe I experience something and it's not even judging. It just might be like, oh yeah, that's not for me or that is for me actually right. and then but I Can base it off of something, so it makes it a little bit more scientific in some way. But not being a scientist firsthand, okay, I've got this firsthand experience. I can have an opinion on it now.
1: How do we, as people, come to any realization? We experiment, you know. And I feel like there's so many people. Oh, don't do that! No, you got to keep it pure and the way things were, and you know. And it's like, man, things haven't advanced the way they have because we kept things the way they were. Mm. Like we kept taking one step at a time moving forward and it's
0: exactly. the
1: explorers that we look back in time and go wow that's amazing like that guy went there 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 mm. you know discovered this found this you know she did this this We're this designing this.
0: new products that are now like a normal part of our life but yeah. I'm sure I can't remember who designed the plane but whoever came up with the first planet oh, he, yeah, 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 he probably yeah. got told he was crazy it could never oh, yeah, be possible did it yeah. now like Imagine life without plans.
1: Right. It just when. So imagine
0: wouldn't. if society, or imagine if he listened to everyone else. What right. a loss that would have been in society. Yeah. So who's not to say that's the same with relationships and every other aspect? Parenting. I, I really am a strong believer in conscious parenting, yeah. and I think that's a new way of parenting that people mm-hmm. are learning. And I believe you two are definitely conscious parenting, and that's the best gift that you can give your. Yeah child is conscious parenting but yeah. but you've really got to work on yourself first to be able to be that conscious parent Absolutely. for your child yeah and if you can't motivate yourself to do it for yourself then maybe the motivation comes for your children yeah
1: that's yeah. quite said.
0: yeah you're awesome <laughs> thanks um, so I've got um a question so okay. let's look at me may want an open relationship may not want an open relationship uh-huh. so maybe I could represent a lot of people listening uh-huh. have an experience that what advice have you got to me? Maybe do I if I find myself in a relationship, do I keep it closed for a little bit to build the trust and whatnot, mm-hmm. like our foundation, I mm-hmm. suppose, and then we decide to open, do you start open straight away? Like what's the best way uh, to it? Uh,
1: no, I like which leads me to a question actually I don't wanna ask you. Um so the the guy that you were with that had an open relationship, mm-hmm. did you ever keep in contact with him? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, so, uh, this
0: was, that was like the first seed months ago, maybe okay. six months ago or something. And I've sl- and then I've created this podcast and uh-huh. then this is my ability that I can talk to people like you and right. really dig deep in this. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, a, I, I love this. This is awesome. <laughs> I could probably talk for 12 hours. <laughs> I know. Year. This is great. So yeah. What, I mean, you know, if you want to explore it, I think exploring it from your in now Mm-hmm. and like finding someone that's got this, this totally sounds like I'm hitting on you right now. Uh, <laughs> finding someone who's in an open relationship you know, and sort of experiencing that side of it. Right. And uh, you know, to where it's not that experience where you woke up and you went, what? You know, because yeah. in my mind you definitely communicate that mm-hmm. beforehand. You okay. know, it. it and there are different ways to communicate it. You sort of have to feel the situation. You know, I mean, there have been times when I thought nothing was going to happen and I'm like, listen, I'm not, this is not like a pre-expectation, you know, yeah. because a lot of women are like, okay, is your wife going to be jealous like that we're hanging out? Yes. And I'm like, listen, there's no jealousy. There's no weirdness. Like, I'm in an open relationship. I'm not, this is not, Yeah. you know, like coming towards you right now. Yeah. Like, and so people feel like, oh, okay, this can be mm. my thing, you know, because the thing is, is that I think with that experience, you know, you might, equate that to if you ever did want to have an open relationship, you know, it might Mm -hmm. be a little something that like kinda irks you a little bit, you know, like, did he talk to her? And then you start putting that on your partner. Like, did did my partner tell her that we were in an open relationship before
0: they were together? You
1: know? But I think in the beginning of a relationship, no. I think you should have the honeymoon period, you know, Fuck each other's brains out, mm. you know, go travel, like mm-hmm. do all the things that people, you know, do in the beginning and discover each other first. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so glad that my wife said, you know, I can't, I can't do this mm. because we built, even though I, I knew then, you know, what I know is like, you just know when you meet someone, mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, I'm definitely hanging with this person for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if you have that honeymoon period, you just enjoy each other and you explore each other. And there's almost, you can start bringing up fantasies to each other, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, tell me, me like, what would you do to that girl? You know, like, -hmm. oh, okay. And if that's kind of enticing, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. You can kind of explore from there. What I found is the person that's most willing to have the open relationship needs the person who's less willing to go and experience it. Right. And I think that's my point of like experiencing something. So it's doing
0: it slowly. Well, and I think that's
1: my point of like experience an open relationship from this side, from the side you're on now, because it gives you perspective for later.
0: Yeah.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So so, like, for example, with my wife, I said, go, Mm -hmm. go, go do it. Like, if you're so apprehensive about this, just go do it. I'm telling you, you are going to, you're not going to leave me, you know? Mm. And, uh, because we had that solemn validation, you know, mm. we, we went through the arguments and built our relationship and, and then it was, things are great. Like add a little something to this. Mm. And I think that's important because if you do it, like I think I said before, if you do it in a way that you're looking for something different, like if you look at each other and you go, oh, we need to spice things up. You might want to go talk it's to about somebody. the intention, yeah, go talk. you know i'm I'm a huge proponent of of therapy too, yeah, like I you know, it's such a great way to have that person to sit there and mediate and mm-hmm. kind of go, "Wait, are you hearing this? Are you hearing?" It? And then, oh, no, I didn't think about it from that angle, you know.
0: Mm. so it's really all about the intention of why do you want to open the relationship? a relationship up or what's going on. So it, what so what's a positive intention and what's mm-hmm. a uh, might not be a good solution intention. I think that's
1: a huge part of it. So and it totally comes down to being honest with yourself. Okay. That that's that's probably the hardest part for everyone is mm-hmm. okay, do I want to go out because I'm not satisfied here mm-hmm. or do I want to go out because it's something fun that we can experience as best friends. Mm. You know, it's something that we can come home and talk about and share. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, uh, you go on a date, right. Mm-hmm. And then you call your girlfriend and you're like, Oh my God, this date was amazing. He was great. Oh, blah, mm. blah, 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 You know, or you come home to the person you're spending your life with and go, it was amazing. Like he did this thing with his tongue that was just, you know, or like, yeah. Oh, we hung out and, you know, like some of the experiences she's had, like this one guy took her to a rooftop and they could see all the stars and they like had sex on the rooftop of this building. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just like these sort of, you know, stories that she tells me and it's like, Oh, I just love that you've got to go do that. So I think mm-hmm. that it, at first, if you explore it as a fantasy, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, just go do it. Like
0: if, you know, like talk about and see what that brings up in yourself. If you yeah. feel the jealousy or yeah. whatnot, and, and check in with and yourself. And you know what a
1: great time is to, to experiment with that is when you're having sex with your partner. <laughs> so if you, you know, if you you go, Hey, tell me, you know, tell me about that girl that I know you were looking at her. Like, tell, tell me about her. What would you do? You know? And then in that moment, you know, when you're excited and in throws a passion, right. It's, mm this would be sort of the mindset you're in if you were going to hook up with someone else, but now all, everything's melted away, right? You're not thinking about.
0: Yeah. So you're doing it, to your partner, what you would do to that other girl. So yeah, she's experiencing it firsthand and you're living out the fantasy a little living bit. Living out the fantasy. Right. Yeah.
1: And I think when, when you have that, when you're having sex, everything falls away, right? So you're not mm-hmm. thinking about society in that moment no. you're not thinking about what you know someone said to you or some judgment that was made you're in that moment with that person and that's it
0: well hopefully some people are well yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let, let me preface this we're talking about a healthy relationship yeah. okay, okay so um and i think that's a great way to explore because if you sit there and you're like oh no i can't i can't do it and maybe after you're done you're like i can't oh i don't know if i could do
0: that it's a really yeah. nice way there's so yeah. many more steps to be able to see if it's for you than not before right. even another person really enters in which i yeah. didn't have any idea about like that's so many great ideas for us to be able to take away and just yeah. experiment and see if it's for us or not for us right really yeah it's brilliant uh oh, oh okay, <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> years of practice <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, it was interesting. I actually got that from uh, a woman I was with, and she always wanted me to tell stories. Okay. About another guy hooking up with me, and I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. just. I'm just. It's not. I'm not into that. Like it's yeah. not.
0: There's no judgment, I, I, but it's just I, not. I, I wouldn't you. say. Well,
1: I wouldn't hmm. say that. I like, and I know I'm not because I've explored.
0: Oh, there you go, yeah, first yeah. head knowledge.
1: So, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, like uh, when my wife and I have threesomes, I'm like, all right, let's try this, try because this. Mm. you just realize you're like, oh, it's just body parts, and when you rub yeah. them, it feels great. You know? yeah, and yeah. so and I was just like, oh, okay, well, if I was gay, I'd definitely be a top. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and, you know, but then you don't. Feel it the same way inside, you know, and, and like I said, I'd love to put myself in the experience. Mm. how can you know, unless you experience, you know, and if you can, in those moments, drop any preconceived judgment or ideas that someone else would have and just go for it, you know, Mm -hmm. because my wife is also hooked up with women in threesomes that we've had, not for her. Yeah. And also I love group situations. Yeah. She loves individual situations. Right. Cause she's like, I don't know what's going on. There's a hand here. There's, a <laughs> hand here, there's a mouth here and boobs. And I don't, you know, and I'm, just saying, yeah, and I'm just like, Oh really? Cause I'm just like, yeah, you know, like, let's all play, you know? And, um, and once in a while though, it's great. She'll be like, Oh, I found out about this play party. You want to go to the play party? And she'll, you know, go outside the box for me and stuff, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, it's very cool. But, um, yeah, I think in the beginning, if, if you sit there and you fantasize about it and, you know, try it on, like see Mm -hmm. what triggers go off inside Mm -hmm. you with this sort of exploring. And especially if you do it while you're having sex, you can really imagine your partner being with somebody in the moment, you know? And yeah. And then I think the, the one who's most, uh, um, conservative about it is usually the first one that has to explore it. Mm -hmm. because you're already open to it, Mm -hmm. you know, and you've already played it out in your head. If Mm -hmm. it's a fantasy of yours or if it's something or a way that you, a way you want to uh, experience your life, you've already played out scenarios in your head. Mm -hmm. If the other person is just like, wait, you want to what? Oh, Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Well, right. And then the, Ticker tapes going off in their head, like mm. oh, but religion and society and mm. business, how would my family judge me? You know, when you start to realize, like oh, I can create my own world. Like mm. this is my own, this is my family, this is my world, this is my journey. This is,
0: mm.
1: you know, yeah. So I think if you let, like, like I did with my wife, I was like, go, go, have a night. Mm. I, I, I dare you. <laughs> it's like, because because you have to know that the relationship. Is solid. You have to know that this is your partner for life. And that's what it is. It's a partnership. Mm. You know, it's not a man owning a woman.
0: Mm. You know,
1: it's, or it's not a man owning another man or a woman owning another woman. It's you are individuals going on a journey together. Mm. You know, let's go camping. Okay, cool. So you work together, right? Put up the tent, you know, you're with your friends, whatever. It's, it's that non taboo. <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. Like it's, it's, it shouldn't be that taboo.
0: Yeah. This, I've got a question from a listener. Cause I put this oh, great. out. Oh, I love it. Then I really, anyone listening out there, please send questions and think, oh, yeah. well, I really want this to be two way communication <laughs> yeah. as much as it can be when I put a recording up yeah, right. and you listen, right, you can right. respond. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a crap. <laughs> Um, so this is their question. Uh, while sex with random people doesn't create a loving connection, sometimes sex can lead to love. Mm. So they wonder how people in an open relationship set that boundary. Do you worry that you are more susceptible, sorry, to a breakup by enabling your partner and yourself to experience multiple sexual partners mm. and then possibly mistake amazing sex with a new partner for love?
1: Hmm. I know I kind of touched a little bit on I had to have touched a little bit on it after the hour and a half I've been talking <laughs> at you. Let's start with the first part of that. Yeah. Okay, So, the first, so uh,
0: they want, how it's a great question. Yeah, it is. It's a long question. Yeah, yeah So sometimes great. sex can lead to love. Okay. So, so how's that boundary? S- s- right. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's another situation where you have to look at yourself. Okay. Okay. So if you go and you're with someone else and there's something about it, that sparks maybe a different side of you communicate that to your partner with now, Mm -hmm. because the thing is, is that it's a new experience. It entices you And and I feel it kind of like people get tricked sometimes, you know, but if you come back and you're able to like, say to your significant other, that was amazing. Like there's this thing and he did this thing or he was looking Mm -hmm. at me in my eyes or, you know, there, Mm -hmm. there was just something about that. Let's explore that. Mm -hmm. And so it's goes back to that, you know, you go out, you gather some information you bring it back and you make your relationship even better.
0: Yeah. So it might even be this person made me feel this way and I didn't realize I wasn't feeling that way until this experience. And And so
1: then you, then your partner has to check, there you go. Yeah. And go, interesting other person, individual Yeah. that, okay. So why did you feel that way? What did he or she do? That's, you know, that brought this out in you, you mm-hmm. know, what, let's explore that, you mm-hmm. know? And, you know, because I think on some level, my wife and I definitely have feelings for these other people in, mm-hmm. in the sense that they become good friends, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, they're, they're also people that You know, we've worked with or, or that we still work with, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's something that you share within it. You're sharing the most vulnerable way you can be with Mm -hmm. another person. Mm -hmm. So what kind of bond does that form? Mm -hmm. You know, like if you go, if you go into business with someone and you guys are closing deals, there's a bond that forms there. It's like you'll Mm -hmm. always have that Mm -hmm. experience together. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you, you start to, uh, I think love, is different levels, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm absolutely head over heels in love with my wife. Mm -hmm. Like She's the queen bee, she's everything, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, but then I also love my friends. I love my guy friends, you know, and they give me add to my life, Mm -hmm. just like any of these people that my wife might be with, or that I might be with, they add to my life. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they come with their own experiences. Now I, you know, I have, um, uh, this girl that I'm seeing right now, mm-hmm. and she's younger and from an uber religious family mm-hmm. and knows nothing. And I was like, okay, is this weird that I'm older? She likes older guys. And I was like, well, let me think about this. I'm like, if she hasn't had these experiences, what if I I get an opportunity. And I think this is like what you were talking mm-hmm. about with men, how you want to influence men or whatever. Mm. I get an opportunity to go, this is how you should be treated. Mm. Like this is what. Don't you accept
0: know- anything less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just made myself. Sound <laughs> I'm that good people.
0: <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs>
1: but, um, it's really interesting, you know, it's, it, it, you know, because I've never met anyone that was so uneducated about the whole thing because mm. she grew up in an environment that you don't talk about, that. you don't talk about this, mm. you don't talk about sex, you don't talk what, you know? And so to be there and have her be like, is this, is this okay? Is this, a, you know, and, and for me to be a safe place, for her to go, is this okay? Because what do you feel pressure with when you're with someone you really like? Mm. You don't want to sit there and ask a bunch of questions. You want to anticipate what they want, right? Mm. Okay. That's impossible. I think, yes. Part of the time, it's possible as you get to know someone, right? You're like, mm. oh, no, I like, this, or, I like this. But for them to be able to sit there and go, oh, I've always wanted to try this. Can we try this? You know, yeah. All right. And for me to be that safe it's a place safe to land. safe space
0: is the other part of it. It's a yeah. safe
1: space. And so I thought, okay, well, okay, so she goes off and experiences with some other guy who's, because mm-hmm. you know, I heard about her two partners before me mm-hmm. and it was like, oh yeah, no, you, you haven't had a good experience yet. You know, it was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's so funny because I, you know, I see her like, oh, I didn't know I was into that. Oh, I didn't know I was into that. Yeah. Oh, that's a you know, and, and she's one of those experiences that she didn't know. And I, you know, I was helping her explore, but she likes really rough yeah. sex, you know? And of course with, you know, like I'm
0: safe. I'm rough not, sex. The thing yeah.
1: is, I personally am not into like, yeah. you know, beating the crap out of someone. Like I just, yeah. that's just, it's just too much. I know there are people in that, no judgment, but uh, <laughs> to see her like light up and go, Oh, this is what it's supposed to be like, like, this is how comfortable I'm supposed to feel. Mm. This is what and, and so, and so I kind of feel like, you know, with, like, what you were saying, you know, uh men opening up to be, you know, helping men to open up mm. to be more vulnerable, and then coming in and, uh, you know, showing a woman like, this is how a man's supposed to treat you. Mm. Like, this is, it's supposed to be a safe place. Mm. They open doors. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they, they listen to you, they ask you questions, they want to know about you. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not all about them. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, that, that becomes an entire experience. It becomes sort of a, a little relationship in itself Mm -hmm. with the caveat that I'm going home to the queen bee, like, that's the way it is. You know, I'm glad we can be close and have this moment, but you know, yeah, this, this is my everything here. And, and now we're closer. Now, yeah. when you go and you find that guy that you fall in love with, I'm just going to be so happy for you. And I'm going to be happy that I was like a part of your experience, mm. you know, and, and, you know, hopefully a part of what you bring to the bedroom and the experience. Well, yeah. too. What do you, <laughs> you
0: think know? then? I can see from the couple's point of view, the intention and why I have an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Why do you think the single male or female, whoever it is, it's, that's dating, seeing, having sex, whatever the relationship, with the married person that's going home, mm-hmm. what do you think they get out of it? Because they can't have a relationship out of it. So it's like what did they get? Is it a safe space to be with someone that is open-minded and you can just explore yourself and take it? Like, what, I think that's a huge that? part. I think yeah. that's a
1: huge part, and I think that's especially a huge part for women. Cause I feel like the conditioning is don't speak up, do what your, you know, man wants you to do. I mean, even if you take it from a religious perspective, right? It's God to the husband, to the wife. Mm. And it's like, what, you yeah. know, God, I'm sorry. I hope I'm not pissing on people's religion. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I totally respect it and everything. I, I just feel like like uh, I don't fear God, I fear His followers. You know, <laughs> so
0: I think it's the message I that's it's passed. Yeah, it's all is one, on <coughs> one is all. The core and the essence of all religions is actually about love. Yeah, and that's actually what we're talking about yeah. is love. But unfortunately, over the years, this thing was created called religion, right. and the point of that was to control society. So I think that's what control. we're questioned yeah. about. It's not actually the essence of. Um, spirituality or religion in what it's about, mm-hmm. but it's how it's trying to control society, which is totally a conflict of what it's apparently about, which is love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what doesn't make yeah. sense. So like, it's,
1: love, don't judge. Yeah. You know, you know, give give your shirt off your back, like be there for your fellow person. Mm. You know.
0: And, and no. religions cause most of the wars in the world. So yep. that's what yeah. I find – Interesting yeah, such about a it. right? Yeah, it's just the contradiction. Although
1: I say that God says it's okay now if we murder and pillage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the contradiction what? of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's
0: the contradiction we're talking about. It's not actually religion and God or whatever you want to call the source. It's the contradiction
1: yeah. and the control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think that it puts an unnecessary judgment and limitation on your life
0: yeah and everyone and yeah. in the end, we should just love all and accept all for yeah. who they are and create safe spaces for people to be able to step up and be themselves, yeah and how then much more they interesting can, is that? yeah, and then they can have self love and self acceptance and I'm gonna sound like my hippie self right now, but Great. that's <laughs> that's how I believe we help heal the world is a gappy love, and we spread love, that's how we heal the yes. world, and that's what we But unfortunately, every time we judge and every time we say something horrible or be unkind, we're doing the opposite to that. We're not allowing that person to be themselves and to, you know, let's pick people up instead of bring them down. I agree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) hundred percent. I don't know if I answered that whole question. It's about love, but I think we have, because in the end, it sounds like the person as an individual needs to define what love is to them. Yeah. And, and then, and that there are different loves and getting very clear on that. And you know what? I'm
1: I'm glad you said that. Uh My wife and I came to a realization one time. So I'm a, I'm a cleaner. I clean the house. Right. Okay. Like right now my house is devastating me right now. Um, But that's my way of showing, okay, you don't have to do this. I'll do this for you. That's you my way love. of expressing love. Right. Yeah. But my wife is like, I don't, what? I don't care. You know? Yeah. But then she'll cook an amazing meal
0: Mm. and
1: that's her way of showing love. Mm. And then in turn, you want, what you find out is that you actually want to be loved in that way. Yes. So when she cleans, I'm like, Oh my God, you love me. And when I cook, which I need to cook more when I cook, you know, it's like, Oh my God, you love me. Like you're doing this thing that you can't stand.
0: I love that you have said this, and I'm definitely recording. It's already pre planned an episode about this with my coach Shireen, because we've talked about this over years. Is you show, you show love in the way that you want it expressed back to yourself. Exactly. As so if you're able to be conscious of how you express it, that's usually how you like it to receive it. Yeah. So you need to be able to communicate that, but also learning. Your partner or whoever, how they mm-hmm. express it and then having an awareness that that's how they like love to be expressed right. them and to try to consciously express it in their language.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, mm. I think that's a huge part. And that's a, that's a, um, a great way to build the foundation of your relationship as well, yeah. you know, and because look, when you leave somebody and you get new, new relationship, eventually shit's going to come up. If you just can't stand the person you're with, get, get out. Like if you're just so, if it's so different, you know, like oh my god, you know, I, I, yeah, I like I I just can't stand his point of views. I can't say, you know, just
0: why are you there, l- yeah, l- like
1: leave, you know, and and I know that's hard, you know, it's always hard to end something because you're like, but I'm in this, like this is, but if you want it to work, mm-hmm. and you have to decide if you're a person that wants to be in a relationship. First of all, I think, and if you want to be in a relationship, then you have to be willing to work as a team to explore that with each other. Mm. You have to be willing to put the fuck ups aside sometimes and go in and figure out and try and understand why your partner fucked up, Mm. why they did this thing, where it was actually coming. Cause nine times out of 10, it's about themselves. Mm. So you come in, you do things, mm. right? Because that's the way you want to be loved. So I clean, because mm. that's the way I want to be loved, mm. but that's not the way she wants to be loved. So it's coming from a, don't want to say selfishness, but it, you know, like you're trying to express love, but you're doing it in a way that it's would way you please die. you. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's a selfishness to it. And so if you can go in and, and put aside the fact that that's the way that, you express love. So why aren't you expressing love like that to me? Mm. And you can go, Oh, when you're doing this for me, you're telling me you love me. Mm. Okay. Or, uh, you know, and I, I know I kind of flipped that cause I was talking about fucking up, but there, this is an interesting. Story. So there was a time that I had found these texts mm-hmm. between this uh, guy that my wife was seeing mm-hmm. and my wife. And it was this day that I was away with mm-hmm. my daughter and she was like, listen, I just need to cut off communication. I just want to go to the beach and write. But they actually met up with each other. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I feel like the feelings are getting, mm. uh, too, too intense. Like something, something's up, but I had instinctually, I was like, something's up. Like I don't get mm. it. So I go on and I go, you know, of course, yeah. got a phone, right? So you can yeah. spy on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so I go on, I look and I see these like texts through email kind of thing. But they're not deleted, right? So, at first, my initial reaction was like, fuck, okay, he's falling in love with this other guy. You know, we had been through a a, a rough period uh, at the time. And so, I was like, okay, I guess this is over, you know, right? That's your initial reaction, right? Mm Because you're hurt, Mm -hmm. your ego. How could Mm -hmm. she lie to me? Yeah. How could she do this to me? Yeah. Me, 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 me. Yeah. And then I sat there and went, wait a minute. Why is she doing this to herself? Interesting. And I was like, what, what's happening right now with her? Mm. And, um, I, you know, which is very complicated to get into, especially with, and I would say my wife is definitely more uh, introspective now, but definitely mm-hmm. with her upbringing, she wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I was kind of born with it. Cause my parents are always fascinated by how introspective I am, you know? Okay. <laughs> so, um, like. Thank you, universe, for giving me that. But I, I we found this great therapist, and we're sitting there exploring it, and I said, this is what I don't understand. The moment I found out, she got a hold of him mm. and said, he found out. So mm. she ruined that relationship. Then with me, I found out was something that she could have easily deleted.
0: Mm. And so I she was wanted like, to get caught possibly. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, subconsciously or consciously, yes, like she mm-hmm. wanted me to find these.
0: <coughs> and because, is this where I think <coughs> we need to define this a little bit for everyone yeah. not in a relationship? Cheating can still happen in an open relationship, right? It, it, it does in the form of lying. Like yes. it does in the form of hiding things. Yes, so this, this, we're boundary into going, yeah. is this a cheating scenario happening right, right. now? Yeah. yeah. And
1: so, but, but the interesting thing about being in an open relationship is that you really do choose each other, right? Mm. So there's something extremely tantalizing about that. Mm. You know, it's like, I go off and with this proof, but I choose to come back to you and live this life with you. Mm. And, and sometimes in those moments, you have to go, you have to look at your best friend and go, why are you doing this? Like, mm. Why? You know, because people, Aren't people aren't villains, right? You know, like the old villains were the man. They're you know playing with their mustache Mm -hmm. and like I'm evil just to be evil. There's always a reason behind something, and so basically, you know, when we went to therapy, I found out that she was just imploding. Like she Mm -hmm. was just you know, we went through this like horrible situation where we had a medical marijuana co-op, we were Mm -hmm. raided, arrested, and then we had settled down in this place. Mm -hmm. Well, after we settled down and we weren't fighting the system together. Well, it started to implode because the triggers that I had were triggering her
0: right. and the
1: triggers she had were triggering me. And so we couldn't help each other because if I brought something up that I was feeling from that experience, well, she went through that too. Yeah. So it's like, oh! you know, so yeah. things were kind of blowing up. Well, with this person, yeah. she didn't have to feel that or deal with it. She that. could escape. You could escape. Yeah. But also she could sabotage. Sabotage yourself. Mm. Mm. Um, and so it was kind of funny. I mean, you know, we ended up laughing about it later, like you do about most mm. horrible things, but, uh, we're in the say, moment,
0: it would have been really hard. It was hard. It was hard. Yeah. And
1: I was so happy, so happy that I took a moment to go, fucking take yourself out of the equation, man. Yeah. Like, take yourself out of it because. I don't feel like, unless you're in a telenovela, that someone is out to get you. Like, I don't, yeah. I, you know, I feel like little decisions are made along the way that eventually someone has ripped off your money or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't come from just an instant evil place, mm. you know, most of the time. She was hating herself. And so when you hate yourself, you do things to reflect that. You know, we went through it and she was so grateful that I was patient, and like, and like mm. explored that side. And, um, and I remember the therapist and I were sitting there and we all started laughing because we were like, ah, look at you. You're going through your rebellious teenage years, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, it was true. She's like, just got a tattoo. It was like, right. You know, we're doing yeah. this open thing or, you know, I think for just a relationship, for any healthy relationship, you have to, at times, just step back outside of yourself and ask the deeper question of why is this person doing this? Because I would say, like I said before, nine times out of ten, it's not about you. Yeah. It's not about you.
0: I'm going to end it on this because I think this is lovely. And I've if, what I've learned from listening to yourself speak, and I don't know what other people have learned, but what my learnings is... So it feels like an open relationship and what you've gone through has given you an ability to love deeply, like love yeah. deeper because it takes quite a lot to be able to see that your partner's hurting or going through something or mm-hmm. their actions are actually sort of a band aid from something else going on yep. at a deeper core. But you have to be able to have enough self-love and love for that person to be able to step back and see what's going on and then support and work together through that to get exactly. through the hurdle. And it sounds like, in a way, this gives me hope for marriage because I went oh, quite good. negative yeah, on yeah, it, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. well, of course. Um, and for the line for better or worse. So mm-hmm. you're really sticking to with each other in the – Worst part, but really trying to understand the other partner and work through the the worst part together, yeah. like you would with your best friend. Like if you're at war and your best friend's there, yeah. you're gonna stick together and yeah. get through. And you're like, no one gets left behind. Yeah, we exactly battle three. But for some reason, things have changed in society that stuff gets a little bit rocky in a marriage. Is like, see ya, I'm out. Yeah, and nothing really. It's in a way, remains surface. Sort of, it doesn't. Yeah. Go deeper because Go that deeper. deep levels painful at I, times I, and look, tough and yeah. jealousy and things get brought up and the main thing when people are unsure about open relationships the first thing that I, I believe is jealousy is the word that comes up so but being able to really learn about yourself and work through that's incredible mm-hmm.
1: because where when you really explore jealousy or envy or any of those things any of those strong emotions you know anger for example usually it comes out of something else. You're embarrassed. You're mm-hmm. frustrated. You're, you know, you feel put on the spot or, or you get caught in a lie. Right. Mm-hmm. And how many times when people get caught, I wouldn't, fucking it, you know, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, now I know you're lying, you know? Yeah. And I love what you said. It, it is a deeper way to love mm-hmm. because you get the pleasure of understanding who you're living with on a much deeper scale. Mm. Right. You're getting to but know the
0: essence of that. Wisdom. Yes. Like like complex that. Essence. Yeah.
1: Like, okay, well, why does that turn you on? Okay. Why does that make you angry? Well, where, where did that come from? You know, and, and I know people, uh, at least the way that, you know, we, we do it now is you have your childhood and then you're an adult mm. and that happened when you were a kid. So, mm. but it's one single journey. Mm. We go from a child back to a child and then we die, you know, Mm. it's like, you know, we have to wear diapers and then we got to wear diapers again, you know? And so every little thing that happens throughout the arc of your life affects the decisions you make, affects how you are uh, in, in crowded rooms, affects how you Mm. are on an elevator, affects Mm. how you are sexually, affects how, you know, how you love someone else or how you want to be loved, you know? Mm. And I think the biggest key is like, put, you know, put, you got to put yourself aside and you got, you know, and you look at jealousy and you go, why am I jealous? Oh, cause I feel inadequate in some way. Mm. And I think that that person, right. That person that my wife is looking at right now doesn't have that inadequacy. Mm. Oh, oh, oh shit. You know, mm. I'm broken. Right. Yeah. And so it comes about, so why are you talking to him? You know, I think jealousy has always been such a silly thing to me. I've, I've never, ever been jealous.
0: That's incredible.
1: <laughs> I just, because you realize it's your, I think the sooner you realize it comes from your own insecurity, the the better life gets. Yeah. Cause you're like, oh, why do I feel this way? Like, why is it? I don't know. It's fun to explore. I mean, for me, very I, much. I, I like, love going in and going. Why am I? So I like to put up?
0: myself in situations <laughs> that test me, even though it's frustrating and challenging and scary and brings up stuff. It's really healing in the end and yeah. freeing as well. So it's good. I'm going to wrap it up there because we've okay. had it for so long. Thank you yeah. so much. Of but- course. Absolutely incredible. And I hope everyone out there, this has helped you. We've talked about so many different things today. So I hope, I'm sure there's one thing or another that you can get out of it. it (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So so much. Thanks for having you on the show, Tony. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Bye bye. You've just listened to Our Deepest Secrets Revealed podcast with Sarah Finlay. Don't forget to subscribe to be alerted to our next episode. Connect with us via Twitter. And if you have any questions, please email my question at Help us get the word out there and email a friend or two today about this episode. You can go over to iTunes and share the episode directly to a friend via a tweet, Facebook Messenger share, or post it to your profile. Otherwise, you can copy the link and email it. Thank you so much for sharing. Until next time, keep shining. Enjoyed this episode of our Deepest Secrets Reveal? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's like leaving a tip and really appreciate it. Thank you.